Welcome to episode number five of the Train Smooth podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and today we've got the Coaches Clinic, and it was a bit of a surprise podcast because it's the day before Kona, and I'm looking at my um, computer and checking out all the t- on what's going on Twitter, what's on Facebook, Instagram, and I've just come across a half a dozen athletes clocking their bikes into Kona, and I'm shaking my head. Um, yeah, there's. I've seen about five now that have actually got all their trends, all their nutrition for race day already set up on their bike. Now it's as hot as shit in Kona generally. I'm, I haven't checked the temperature at the moment, but I'm, I'm just guessing it's hot as shit. And you do not want to be sticking gels and bottles and all that good stuff that you're going to be using on race day the day before on your bike. That's what race morning's for. That's why they give you very early access to transitions. So. Let me throw a bit of tips here while I'm carrying on about all this. You know, I'm, I, I'm not, not sure what the tyre pressures are, but if it's going to be a very warm, hot day, if it's going to be, sorry, I'm just checking something out as we're speaking. If it's going to be a nice warm day where you are on race day, you are, or day before race day, you don't want to be putting your bike into transition with fully compressed tyres. So... so for example, let's say you're running um, your tyres at 110 psi. So the day before, just make it around 80 psi. With the heat, it happens a lot where tyres would just would just explode out of nowhere. Um, so come race morning, so the day before race day, you've got, the only thing that's set up in transition is just your bike. It's just there. So come race morning, you've got to bring a pump. You've got to pump up your tyres to what they should be. You've got to bring in some of that um, electric tape or cloth tape or whatever you're going to use. If you're going to tape gels to your bike, tape them up. Or use one of those little um, nutrition nutrition bags. Bring in your spare tubes then that race morning. Um, clip on your, t- clip on your um, shoes race morning. Everything gets done race morning. They don't get done the day before. You do, however, have to bring in your helmet generally when you're clocking in your bike the race the day before. So you got to get that, got to get that checked. But there's not much you can do about that. That generally gets put into a transition bag for the Ironman athletes, at least. Um, but yeah, why risk it? You've done all this training, you've done all this preparation, for what? It's it, why risk it? the the content of that gel or bottle or or that tube the sun's just going to be blaring down on it why risk it it's not worth risking don't worry about it on race morning and have a full plan set up so you know exactly what you're doing take full control of race week of your time of race week that's the most important thing you've got now i'll I'll digress slightly here is I'll just cover a couple of little mistakes, seeing as I'm talking about mistakes come race day, or the day before race day. You want to try and get to your big event like 70.3 Ironman. You want to try and get to that two days before the race. You want to check out all the expos that two days before. Knock around, walk around in your compression socks, give everyone a high five, tell everyone how hard you've been training, what your power numbers are, and beat your chest as much as you like. Then the day before the race, you want to get your training in very early on in the morning. Then have a have breakfast, do whatever you need to. Clock your bike, clock your transition bags in early. Spend the rest of the day recovering. 
Um, also, another side tip, because I'm at the moment as I'm talking to you, I'm looking at this person with um, on social media, and he's got his race number. So when you go um, clock in to register for your race, they'll give you a number, which is generally your race number. It's uh, a little band that you sit, that they put around your hand. Um, just for more for security purposes, so you can go back in and get your bike, and no one else can just get in get your bike without that band. This person has got it on his left hand. Now I'm assuming that he's going to be wearing something like a Garmin or a training device on that left hand. That's going to cause all sorts of problems. <laughs> They're going to cause friction. So if you go into see, so you go in, you clock into the race. They're going to give you the band. Put it on your right hand because all of a sudden, if you're used to wearing your garment on your left, you've got your band, it's going to cause friction. So you, I've seen it a couple of times now. You grab that band, you, move, you grab your watch, you move it to your right hand. You start swimming. You're not used to that little bit of weight on your right hand. It causes all sorts of problems. What, it's, hard to, it's hard to believe that such a little weight like a Garmin watch can cause problems in your swim, but 100% can. I've seen it happen. Um, not worth it, so make sure you put that band on your right hand, not your left hand. That's if you're wearing your watch, and that's if you wear your watch on your left hand like most people do. Um, I think I've uh, banged my chest for a little bit longer here. Um, just a quick one. I had no plans to do this until um, well, about six minutes ago when I saw all this stuff coming up on my social media feed, so I thought I'll have a little rant, see if we can learn something from that. And if you have any questions at all, just shoot me through an email at tim at trainsmove.com. Until next time, thank you, trendsetters, and hooroo.